most people are not willing to go down to go back up. But the people that are really scared and they're still doing it, mm-hmm. they're the most brave people. You can learn so much from unfairs. Big bucks, big fucks, right? But we have to realize that our level is not fucking normal. Like, it is obscene. Welcome to Not Another Business Podcast. So welcome to Not Another Business Podcast. I am here with the beautiful, stunning Rio Love. Um, I'm just going to do a longer introduction for you. It gives you a little bit longer to breathe. Is that okay? I'd love to breathe. Take a breath. Okay. All right. Rio doesn't do stuff like this. This is very, very unusual for her. In fact, she's actually telling me this is the first time she's ever spoken um, on anything like this. She has the most beautiful, beautiful story. And I would be an idiot not to share this with you because I know that it's going to help so many of you. So, what do you do? <laughs> do, I do? How would you describe what your current business is? Let's start with that. My business is yeah. making resin crystal jewelry on chains, to just be very specific with it. Yeah. But what I do is just express my creativity and just, yeah, getting to see like you wear them and means absolutely everything to me. I am literally wearing yeah. one right now. <laughs> so this is this is my story of me- meeting you. Um, we've got friends of friends. Like I've seen you around. If you, I think the best thing to do actually would even just even pause this and like go on your Instagram for a second, whoever's <laughs> listening, and just like look at this like amazing, like this woman. She's just like powerful and confident, and she's barely ever wearing any clothes. <laughs> and you know, you're quite honestly, Rio, you're quite in, like you do look quite intimidating actually, just because you're so do say that. Yeah, yeah, you're I so fabulous. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. So we kind of we I've seen there online and I've seen how amazing she looks and you you know you look like an alternative model that's just I don't know smashing the world right <laughs> and we I knew of you we kind of passed each other a little bit right mm-hmm. and then I got to know you as a real person and actually there's like quite a, a difference in in mm-hmm. you and that person that people think you are and um in short I'm going to tell you I'm going to tell the story <laughs> okay. first I'm going to tell the story first okay. so in short um I knew that you were working or you told me that you were working um on the trains yeah is that right? Yeah. You were doing, you were uh, hostess with the mostess. <laughs> um, and you told me that you had this dream that you wanted to make necklaces. Because how long have you been working on the trains? Eight years. Eight years, Eight right. Years, yeah. And you wanted to make these necklaces, but what was the, what was getting in the way? Like, can you tell well, me about that? I worked on the trains for eight years um and it actually wasn't starting with uh necklaces it was starting with the brownies yeah because yeah. that was your first business okay yeah. so uh that never got launched that was the that was the original plan so coming back to your thought process then right you're doing eight years in the same job yeah you like it you don't like it no you don't like it right you're doing eight years in the same job and you start to think right i want to sell my brownies i make really good brownies right yeah is that because you want to have your own business? Is when you want to do your own thing? Did you see it as an escape? Like, what, why do you think I want to start making brownies as a business? Uh, the truth. <laughs> yeah, God, <laughs> fuck it. Tell me, tell me, tell me. <laughs> a breakdown. Yeah. That's how it all really spiraled. Yeah. Uh, after COVID and going through furlough, going back to work. I mean, no one really gets time to just be creative. You know, you work five days a week, you come back, you're tired. You know, you might have two days off and you might be, you know, I might be partying, I might be doing shoots, but I had this 
pure time to just be creative. And I went down so many avenues of like, I did nail art again. I did makeup. I did like close-up lip art. I gardened, I baked. And then when I went back to work and I was like, so depressed, I came home crying every day and I was like, is this my life? Is this going to always be my life? You know, like I, I feel this creativity inside of me that just wants to like come out, but I'd given up a long time ago. I've been... Why did you give it up? Why? Just thinking I wasn't good enough. Yeah. I think that's a kind of like core core feeling. It's Mm. like, you know, I did, you know, bar work, I did retail, you know, I never thought I could make money being creative. I completely gave up on that. That was never even an option for me. You know, I would just do creative things, but I never could work out how to actually make money being creative. So I gave up on that completely. Do do you feel... Do you feel confident in your beauty? Oh, oh my God. You don't? No, no, no. She's so hot. (laughs) It's ridiculous. (laughs) You don't? No. But you're really good at knowing how to dress. You know how to like work your body shape. You know how to do all that stuff. You're good at makeup. You don't see that. No. Uh, But I'm, I'm trying my best to work on it. And that's, I guess it's baby steps. Mm. I've come a long way. I've come along like last year or I guess maybe the year before was like I said baby steps but I really really struggled with my uh confidence my appearance my body I would just look in the mirror and just go just you know I just and no one would ever know you know mm. I would just you know you put on a front but yeah lots of uh progression i wonder why then i don't know this oh thank you for saying thank you for saying that out loud no well done no well done i wonder why some women when they're not comfortable with their way they look will do the opposite so they oh, will know, you know what i mean yeah, so yeah. so it's interesting because when you follow people on instagram and yeah. you know people might follow me or other people that are my friends and you think oh they're so confident because the way that they deal with not liking their body is by covering it up, by trying to disappear. Yeah. Yet you're not disappearing. No. <laughs> so what do you think causes you to keep... There's a part of you that is not wanting to be dimmed. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess there's this battle between, you know, you hate yourself, but then if you don't create something, then you hate yourself more because you think that you fail, so you just keep going. It's hard to explain, but you just you'll still do the shoot, you'll still do it. But then before you do it, you'll have maybe a little wobbly or a breakdown, but then you mm. still pull through you and then you post the it. picture anyway and then yeah. you carry on. But yeah, I'm still working on I it. I explain this to be like, um, so this is through, we're going to talk about business in a minute. But I explain it like, um, like going into business is like, I see it. I'm a very visual person. I see it like a, a wobbly bridge, you know, like on a cartoon <laughs> yeah. when the bit of wood is like missing yeah, and it's yeah, like rickety yeah. or whatever. And it's going across a big Grand Canyon mm-hmm. and like you're looking at the bridge and you're like, I want to go over it. I want to go over it. I really want to do it. And then I don't know, maybe you speak to your friends that might've been on the bridge before and how, how did it go for you? And then you have all this self-doubt of like, oh, I could never cross it. It's only for people that are much stronger or braver than me or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you can get all of this advice and have all these conversations and all of this doubt. And then it one point you actually just need to close your fucking eyes 
and blindly walk, you know, like just blind. Because there's only so much chatting. There's only so much talking you can do. At some point, you just have to go, I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's what you just said to me then before you're shooting. It's like, I feel awful. I feel terrible. I don't want to do it. But I'm just going to close my eyes and keep walking. Yeah. Because it's like, if you keep walking, you're still getting there, even if you're just doing this and you're just hoping for the best. But you know, that's braver than people that just walk in that room and think, fuck it, you know, take my picture. Or like, (laughs) I can do this, I can run this business. Brave, the the brave people are not people that are not scared, but the people that are really scared and they're still doing it. Mm -hmm. They're the most brave people. Oh, good. You're going to make me cry. I feel like... So, so... You you did the brownies, did that for a bit. No, I never even got launched. You never launched it? Yeah. Just for friends so, and stuff? No, I mean, I, I... So when I got into my creative streak, when... Uh, so when I got this beautiful time, when I know everything was... in you know, the world was terrible and everyone was depressed, I was having the best time. I was getting to be creative, which I felt like after I did art in school, I went to college, I went to uni, and I gave that up, you know? So it was like, yeah. that was gone for me. You know, I... I, I I can't remember exactly when in my life, but it was like, you're not good enough. You'll never be good enough, except you're going to work a you know minimum pay job and just get on with it. Yeah. You know? So when I had all this time to be creative and I was still getting paid, I was like, this is great. I'm having Because it's a furlough, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I was being furloughed. Yeah. And the trains, you know, they, mm. they looked after me like that. So I'm very, very grateful. A lot of people lost their jobs and then I felt mm-hmm. guilty. You I know, know that feeling, I felt yeah. guilty yeah. because I was enjoying myself and other people were struggling. And then when I came back to work and I was just, I just broke. I would just come home and just cry every day. And I was like, and then I snapped, mm-hmm. full breakdown, uh-huh. <laughs> full breakdown. And I just didn't leave the bed for days. And I was just like, I have to change my life because how if I am in this rock bottom state, what do I have to lose? So change your life. <laughs> and you did. I did. So I was like, core cool things, what makes me happy? Creativity and making other people happy. When I bake brownies, people would be like, these are the best I've ever tasted. So I'm like, I can be creative doing that. You know, I can do like fun branding and photo shoots and we're going to do the sexy baking brownies. Of course you were. Oh yeah, lingerie, you, you know, going maybe live every Wednesday. You see me bake the brownies and, you know, I was getting really, I was making these like isomalt crystal brownie hearts and I was getting really creative with, with the whole process of it. And then we had to go down the route of, if I'm going to launch this brand, me and uh my partner, Dan, we lived in uh, one room for three years to save for our house. So we literally lived in one tiny room, which is the same size as our living room now in our house. And we decided we obviously needed to get a kitchen. Can't have a baking business when our kitchen was like, I swear, like a tiniest walkway. I said, you couldn't fit two people in there. You couldn't, you couldn't even fit like a full freezer or anything. With a tiniest freezer, it was just, yeah. I don't, and we had like a shared bathroom. It was a lot. People, I don't think, could, could have lived how we lived. Yeah. amount of time but what I love and like this is the this is the kind of stuff I champion Rio <laughs> is like most people are not willing to go down to go back up yeah like they like you're saying you're saving for a house some people will continue to rent a nice house yeah. and rent a nice car and they will continue doing that I mean some people are not in a position to ever do it so that's if that's you that's not what I'm saying but the people that are like no I'm going to squish myself in a tiny room yeah. this is going to be really tough yeah. because we have this dream yeah I really admire that anyone that ever came there was like 
what the fuck? Like you, you guys live here? And I'm like, yeah, because it's the cheapest rent I could possibly get that had its own kitchen. Yeah. That's the, that, that's literally why I chose it. And we decided to, to look for a house, which was a whole ordeal. If anyone's bought a house, it's the most emotional, heartbreaking thing that's ever happened. It was so up and down. We didn't know if we were going to get it until the very, very end, you know, I, to the very end of six months. And then when we got it, we moved in uh, literally a year ago next month. Um, and we got in one month. And at this time, I was like playing with resin because we went to a festival. And I always, this is the core of the story, I always wanted a big, chunky crystal on a chain. You know, it's something mm-hmm. I've always wanted personally. So I had like different like molds that I was using to make these crystal brownie hearts. Just gonna play with that. Mm-hmm. Made it, you know, just kind of like worked with some of the stuff that I already had. You know, I had chains and things, and then I wore it to the festival, and people kept complimenting it. I was like, okay, okay, maybe this could maybe be this could something I could practice with before the brownies. Then we got into the house. The only two things we brought was a pizza oven because we love pizza, mm-hmm. and the compression tank is which are what I use to put the resin in, so everything's like completely clear. So I use that. And then that, I just, it went from there literally a month after moving in, I just launched. I had no plan, no idea, didn't think about what I was doing. I just thought I'll put them up and see what happens. And and yeah. I remember I met you, sorry, like um, maybe just a little time after yeah, that because yeah, you, you'd sent me one, right? Yeah, yeah. And what I found that was like really d- difficult for me to to hear from you was like, yeah, I'd like to do this more, but you know, I don't, I don't know if everyone will like them or, you know, some people like them or I, I get really, um, what did you say to me? Like you were like crying when someone would buy one for the first time. Yes. Right. But I was really shocked from this from yeah. you. I didn't know this from you. Like what you, I'm just jumping a little bit in the story, but you, you're having a lot of emotion with the fact that this might even work. Yeah. 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 I was more just shocked. And even now every drop I'm like, still shocked like it's it hasn't almost still really sunk in that this is my life because if you could take where it came from someone who literally had thought I had no worth and thought I was going to spend the rest of my life and you know just doing something like serving which I was serving tea and coffee you know which mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that but that's yeah. what I was doing yeah and I felt trapped to suddenly having something that's working and it's everything I wanted it's creative and it's yeah you should be so proud of yourself. <laughs> and when I spoke to you and you were like, I can't believe people are wearing these. Yeah. I just couldn't believe it. I, was, I didn't expect it. I thought I was going to sell two. I genuinely, you can ask, I was like, maybe I'll sell two. That would be nice. And then I'll have a little bit of business practice for when I have the brownies. Mm-hmm. That was the plan. I was mm-hmm. like, and I literally said, I was like, i will ease me in gently. It didn't ease me in, you know, every drop. It was just more demand selling out faster. And then it just, yeah, the brownies never even got a look in. I don't don't even have time to bake. I don't have time to do anything like that. It's just every day I'm just working on on the crystals. And I remember this really exciting time. And again, this podcast is so good for anyone that's like right at that point where they don't know whether to make a jump or whether they're not believing in themselves right now. Um, and I remember, yeah, you'd sent me this necklace, which I absolutely loved. And I was wearing it all the time. Yeah. I remember which you, you like silver. And I was like, well, I only had silver at the time. And I was like, I see you wearing this a lot. I wear it yeah. all the time. And, you know, I just remember you 
you'd gone part-time, right? Yeah, or you yeah. were just like, you'd not quite. And I remember this whole thing about you just wanted to be able to earn enough money to quit your job. Yeah, yeah. And it was the countdown. Yeah. Can you quit your job? Yeah, yeah. And then I remember I, I was literally like wearing these every day for about six months. Yeah. I was like, I, everywhere I went, I'd get compliments on them and it became a bit addictive because everyone would compliment them. And then I'd want to wear more. And then bless you, you kept sending me more. And, FYI, anyone listening, this was not an official like influencer <laughs> relationship. This was, you know, someone I met who I wanted to support, who was sending me some stuff who I was wearing all the time. And then I remember, you know, I mean, literally everyone I know has one of these now. <laughs> like I see them on everyone's Instagrams. And then, uh, and I just remember that day that you quit your job and I was just like on the bus and I'd seen it. And I was just crying. I was just like, you fucking did it. Like you did it, you know, like. See that video you made for me, like, and then it's like, okay, and then she did it. And I just remember just crying because I was like, no one's ever like put it that way before. Like really like heard my story, like how you heard it and took real emotion to it, that you cared so much, that you really cared so much. And it just meant so much to me. It was like you listened and you cared and you made this video and you put it online so people knew. And I remember you were like, you know, it's okay to say about your job and stuff because it's not something I would talk about, you know, and mm-hmm. say like, this is my job before. And I was like, no, this is, maybe I need to be a bit more real and mm-hmm. be like, you know, this is, this is what's happened. Yeah. I think you, and we'll come on to the business side. This is the second part of the chat. Um, <laughs> but that, I think sharing your story, like pe- when it comes to brands, yes, people are buying into your visual, your fabulousness, your beautiful, like all of these things, but you're way more interesting than that. Mm-hmm. Like your story is more interesting than that. It's more inspiring. People want to wear your jewelry. I think because of that, not everyone. Some people are just going pure visual, but a lot of people, more people, in fact, I think want to buy it because of your story, because Mm -hmm. of supporting you. And I think a lot of people are very scary, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Like it's scary to bring forward your vulnerability and your story, but humans, they buy into humans, not brands. And it's especially now, now in history, people care more about people than they do about corporate. In fact, people hate corporations yeah. you know this is the time of the entrepreneur this is a time of a natural story so I feel like people are really um they want to hear from you which is amazing um, I'm going to boast on behalf of you just for a second oh, okay. uh you just told me that you hit a thousand units yeah and these are a thousand units of things that what's the price point so like this one's 40 this one's 45 okay so around and up to like 60 uh um, some of them 50 I've seen a 51 uh 50 so if it's five pound extra anything that glows in the dark and like i do ones with like tiny like uh, flowers and butterflies i charge 75 for those that's the most expensive okay so thousand units everyone (laughs) working out now there's a lot of hours involved in that we're going to talk about the hours and Mm -hmm. stuff um and then do you mind me talking about how much you you made last year oh you can work it out yeah (laughs) (laughs) well you told me it was 60 grand was Uh, it so on my past job. I know I can't work it out. That's too much math for me. So yeah, you can tell me. Okay, you work it All right, out. tell me your past job. Yeah, go on and start okay, there. So 17 grand a year. 17 grand a year before. Mm-hmm. And what now? 60. <laughs> oh my goodness. So this is me interrupting this broadcast from me uh, to tell you all about my not another business course next year. I'm going on tour. I am going across England, Ireland and Scotland. And 
this is this is my life work, guys. This is everything I can give you in a single day. It's not it's not going to be like anything you've had before. It's not anything you've been on before. Of course, it's called not another. I know that so many of you are knackered. You are running around between your children, your businesses. You're not quite sure what you're doing, but somehow you're pulling it half off. And you know what? I just don't want you to feel like that anymore. The winging it gets tiring. This course is going to stop you winging it in 2023. I want you to be there with me. I want you to cry with me. I want you to laugh with me. And if you can't be with me in person, we've also got this online. Click the link below. Be with me next year. Let's do this journey together. So what we're going to do on this part of the podcast, if that's okay, because that was an amazing story is we're going to not out like what is going on in your business now. What like, because you're making these by hand, right? Like this... I have a lot of followers who make stuff, actually. I've got a lot of friends that make stuff and I'm perfectly aware of the labor intensity of what you're doing. Um, But what I'm seeing now, what I saw in in myself as well, because don't forget, I'm a hairdresser by trade, so it's a labor intense job as well, Mm -hmm. is... You you are living the dream right now. Like yeah. this is your dream, yeah. but it's hard work. Yeah, really yeah. hard work. Yeah. It's a lot more pressure probably than you've been used to. It's yeah. you're being like called at all directions. But I'm interested to what your life could look like in the next few years. How you balance this out? If how you scale it? If you can, as someone that, if you don't mind me saying, lives with anxiety, and so do I. Being a business owner and living with anxiety is not fun. Yeah. <laughs> so in one hand, I feel like it's like you're living your dream. You're getting like, people are admiring what you do. You're like, it's everything you dreamed of. And in the other hand, it's like all of the worst things for your personality type. Yeah. Your ADHD as well, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's, you're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're trying not to forget stuff. You're multitasking several oh, things yeah, and yeah, you're yeah. halfway through a panic attack and trying to do all the work. Yeah. Am I right? Oh yeah. yeah, totally, yeah. So let's start by just identifying like what it is you're struggling with right now. Oh, like right now. Uh, I guess what I'm struggling with is uh, really is uh, the supply and demand. Like too many people want what I make. So when I do my drops, they sell out so fast now that it disappoints a lot of people. And my business is my baby. It's my everything. And it hits me really hard to disappoint people. It sets my anxiety off to the point where I'm terrified to open my emails. My anxiety is like, like, like the highest you could ever imagine. And at the same time, you know, I can have like, you know, my friends with the counter argument is how amazing is your business that people are so angry that they can't get it and that it's sold out in 10 minutes. That's amazing. But in fact, I'm so deflated because Mm -hmm. I'm just, I don't, I answer each message, you know, I want to talk, I want to explain to people because I think some people do just think I'm, you know, sort of shop a factory, you know, it's like, it's not my hands Mm. that made each each Mm. item. There's, I can't make any more, you know, than what I make. And so I try. And your hands and Dan's hands now as well. Well, Dan doesn't (laughs) make the the crystals, but But he's doing the business side. Yeah, he's doing the business side. But like I said to you, I'm going to try and uh, train up my friends. Okay, that's true. Yeah. yeah so so if I, last time I spoke to you, I think I'd, we bumped into each other on a night out mm. and I just started like ramming you with business advice in the smoking <laughs> area because <laughs> this is what I do. I thought it'd be good to take this to a more yeah, professional yeah, platform. Yeah. And that's why I'm doing this podcast as well because I'm having these conversations with people all the time, yeah. but I'm just not sharing these conversations. Mm. So um, 
one thing that I think that Rio has done really, really well is building a demand. So you can be kind of mad at yourself for it, but wow, like this, this is what every person that makes something with their hands like dreams of is that people are just like dying for their next, but you're using the word drop for anyone that doesn't understand that, like a batch, yeah, you know, yeah, a yeah. batch of products. Yeah. How many is in a batch? So it could be up to 80. Okay. Right. That's like every two weeks. So if you can imagine by hand how how much that takes takes. (laughs) I go to bed about 4am and probably every night you know okay so this is amazing you're making really good money you're living the dream but it's not sustainable Mm -hmm. and also you know when people say they make the really good money when you work out their hours you have to also work out their hourly rate so you have not even (laughs) (laughs) so you know like my husband always used to say oh yeah I earn this much money a year but he used to work a six-day week Mm -hmm. and I'm like you really can't tell people you earn that you should tell people you earn your five a week figure because that's like your overtime you know that's not you that's not your foundation anyway so coming back to demand right there's a book that I wanted to share with everyone um which you don't need to read because clearly you've done this bit really well it's called oversubscribed and it's for anyone that's trying to build I guess what you have done really well which is this like fear of missing out oh my god I need this product because people want what other people want you know if they um yeah, if it seems like other people want to get their hands on it, they want it. And they don't even know why. <sighs> like Glastonbury do that really well. Like, why is this always this queue for Glastonbury when the tickets are released? Yeah. Why do they email and say, you know, two more days and one more day and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Like they do it to build up this tension, yeah. um, which is why I know a few people follow me because of online courses. Um, Online courses, there are courses called Evergreen. It means they're always on sale. And evergreen can be really difficult to sell because it's always available. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you have a one-time course that's launched on that day and you only have so many places, mm-hmm. which is kind of not true, is it? Because on online, you don't have so many places. You can sell more. Yeah. But often you'll see an online course being sold with only 50 places yeah. because they don't want to tell you that anyone and everyone can come because it's not exclusive. Yeah. So anyway, anyone listening, get reading that over the subscribe book. So you've got the demand, which is amazing. I think the last conversation we had when we were we were in the smoking area was about a mailing list so I was like mad at you because I remember thinking every time someone can't get your product you're not capturing their data Mm. but I looked on your website yesterday (laughs) I was (laughs) so when did you do that Uh, I think it was after you sent me a message to be like you still haven't done it and I was like all right okay and I messaged my friend who she helped me so much my friend Lorna uh she helped me like uh make the uh, website look really like mm. you know fancy and she knows how to like you know change and code things so I said could we do that unfortunately it's gone to people's spam I don't okay. know how to change that but... okay all right we'll work on that bit yeah but data collection has got to be like one of the most um important things and um, I don't know if I've probably like blurted this to you on a voice note before, but let me say it for everybody else's benefit. The data collection isn't for now. It's for when this slows down. And I hate to be the bearer of the bad news. I mean, you probably wouldn't mind a bit of slowing down right now, <laughs> but your demand will decrease mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. Things are hot for a period of time and they cool slightly. And the strategies that you're doing now are to sort you out in that five year time, mm-hmm. not now. And I know for you, that's like, oh my God, I'm thinking about five years, but you should. So the data collection is, you know, if you can get X amount of thousands of people, you've got their email addresses, then at some point you might have to work a bit harder for this Mm -hmm. and you'll be ready for that. Mm -hmm. Whereas, I don't know, let's just say in two years time, it starts to dry up and you're like, 
oh shit, or yeah. your social media account gets deleted or yeah. do you know what I mean? Can yeah. you imagine that? Yeah. Like you need, you need alternative ways to get in contact with people. So I am so grateful that you're doing that. Yeah, I think like you said, like, like if my, cause you know, Instagram can do that. They can, you, yeah, just it delete feels it. very just Scary. fragile. It's fragile. Yeah. Because your photo gets reported and then you've lost your business. So let's go into the, like the making process, right? So mm-hmm. you're only one person. The annoying, the annoying thing and the fabulous thing about what you're doing is it's exclusive. It's by your hands. It's all of those things, but also the unsustainable way that you're working. So you said that you've got someone else coming on board. Yeah. I am interested about that because I've been having some thoughts about how you might be able to scale this better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's nice that we haven't talked about business since that time. So it's like we've got to catch up on all this, which is really nice. Yeah, we've actually had other conversations. Yeah. I'm sorry. I will stop bombarding you. Whenever my friends take up, this is why I've done this whole podcast, because when my friends take yeah. on new businesses, they will get a voice note from me every this now and then really being like, you. I don't like, yeah, this is what I this do anyway. It's like, where's your mail in this? You know? <laughs> I know you didn't ask for this, but that social media post, there was no call to action. Yeah, yeah, like, why yeah. did you do that? Um, but yeah, let's go through the process. Of it. Okay. So this is what I've been thinking, right? So. Okay. Yes. I think what you're about to do, and correct me if I'm wrong, is you, you're going to pay someone to come in and help make these with yeah. you and you're going to pay them an hourly rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you done much calculations of like how much you're going to pay them per month or how much many more you can make? Have you done that yet? That sounds very okay. business-minded. It does, now. doesn't it? Yeah, so yeah. very foundations that we're going to need to do is, before I move on to the next thing, is 20 hours. That's going to cost you how much money? I don't know, £10 an hour, £200, whatever you're, whatever you're going to pay. Um, then you need to work out how many more items you would need to sell in order to just break even. Because what happens at this point, the middle growth actually is really rubbish until you get a lot bigger. So you usually can make more money when you stay really small. And then when you go that tight, like the middle period, you end up spending so much money on stuff. You work double, even harder than you were at the start and you don't make any more money. So the calculation you have to do is how many more do I have to sell to pay her wages? And then you need to do at least 50% on top of that. Otherwise, what's going to happen is you are going to spend all that time teaching her, right? You're going to get her trained up. You're going to pay her and you're going to come out square by the end of the month. So after this, we will sit down and we'll do a calculation because I've done this myself where I have started to pay for all these extra things Mm -hmm. and, and I haven't made any more money by the end of it. Mm -hmm. The other way that I thought you could do this, which could be really quite interesting is to have real like love rocks but buy Rio as your premium range mm-hmm. and then maybe have like the Rio tribe or the Rio family that might be like your simpler range that you have in stock more often. Yeah, that's So is that, gonna, is that what you're going to, is that what you're thinking? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, <laughs> right so, so tell me about that. Tell me about that. So I was trying to work out the most, I guess, efficient way of using uh, her time. Yeah. So I was trying to work it out and I was thinking, well, you know, the, the nights, the days, the kind of like the classic range that, you know, wouldn't need any extra training of, of how they do all the like the more special ones so I was thinking if I can get her to have like and just concentrate on those so you mm-hmm. could just have this kind of like the general range that's more stock of them yeah because she can concentrate on that because I can only yeah. make so many a time and I'm creatively making I don't even know how many you know it, it's just mm-hmm. ridiculous I make so many different varieties because that's how my ADHD brain works yeah, you, yeah. Know, you just want, get bored and you move on <laughs> yeah I want to be creative I want to do this I want to make that oh I've done chokers oh I've made earrings you know yeah. I'm just like my brain yeah. wants to go to the next step mm-hmm. so I'm like if I can give her the job of just creating the stock and yeah. then I'll have more stock 
so people won't be so disappointed and I think I feel like that's the best move I'm not 100% yeah I think it's such a good idea I think it's still under your branding there's things that are more readily available because sometimes people just want to purchase and they're not too fussy Mm -hmm. they just want one now and what I fear is the way that you're doing things is so brilliant in the way that you get the excitement but the quick purchases you're losing Mm. um and I think that could be the other thing that could be really helpful is um, an add-on. So when you buy a big purchase to see if there's a small thing you can buy. Yeah. So I actually went into that. Oh, yes. 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 I'm so proud of you. Come on. So I, I messaged my friend Lorna yeah. um, because I have like little chain earrings mm-hmm. that are just a very simple chain one. Mm-hmm. So not these ones, but just like layers of chain that I just sell for twelve pounds. Right. And I'm like, so if you buy them, and because like I said, it's a frenzy at the moment. No yeah. one has time to go. I'll go check the earring section. People, no, they're just like purchase. Yeah, yeah. The addresses are wrong. Everything's wrong. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. So I'm like, if they could just go add on, then they can just add that on. And that's like really easy for me. Like that's just like nothing. So. Amazing. In other terms, in other kind of businesses, you explain it a bit like, um, I said, no, you know, when you're in Primark and you're like, oh, I'll take that yeah, makeup you, brush. Yeah. Or like, they call it like when the candy. When you can- go to the till and yeah. you're like, oh, I need face wipes. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Or like the candy at the checkout. They always put the chocolate at the front, don't they? Yeah. And this is the same in so many different business models. It's even the same in like, I do online learning. Mm-hmm. I'll always make sure, or, or, or often when I can, there's like a cheaper add-on product um, that you can always add on. And, you know, if that's just an extra 10 pounds, an extra 20 pounds, mm-hmm. That is yeah. hugely beneficial. You're not putting more time into it. Anything, because that's what I'm trying to work out at the moment. So, because my hands get to the point where I've like lost the skin. Like I work so hard that I'm like, I need to work out a way because this is, like you said, not sustainable because I work so much with my hands. It's so painful. So I'm painful, quite, like pain, actually painful. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like okay. really painful. Yeah. So, um, like I have these, like I call them finger condoms, but because I work so hard, they're literally like broken and like, cause I'm literally just like constantly like working with yeah. my hands. So I was thinking of like having some things cause I've designed like harnesses and outfits mm-hmm. for my concept photo shoots and people really like that. And I'm like, well, how about I design things so I can get them like manufactured. Yes. So like, you know, things for phone cases and different yeah. kind of things that are on my brand that I've designed yeah. and then I've invested it's there and then people can like buy that and maybe put that online earlier because that doesn't take any of my time or hurt my hands so people can mm. add it to their cart when it goes on I can see your oh my face is like oh <laughs> this is so sexy yes talk to me more yes yes this is amazing but yeah. this this proves that your brain is like you're, you're learning trying. you're it's learning trying. but yeah at the end of the day when I buy a dress from Vivian Westwood I am not she didn't sew my dress, yeah. you know, but I'm buying her and being, I'm, I'm, I'm buying into her design, but I'm yeah. also buying into what her lifestyle, I'm buying into her story. I'm buying yeah. into what she's, what she stands for all of it. And that's where you can go, yeah, which I mean, is amazing. A question I've always, cause uh, like someone like dolls kill or something mm-hmm. like if they wanted to stock my, my brand. I would have to get it to a point where it's less handmade and more in a more manufactured way. That's Do you know, I've way. spoken to the owner of Dolls Girl. Yeah. yeah. We were both being really heavily trolled online during lockdown. Really? So we kind of connected in a like, a, hey, this sucks. Yeah, this sucks. How much therapy are you going through right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I... Um, 
I'm not even going to pretend I have a connection, but <laughs> I have a previous conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, yeah, I agree that that's. Uh, would Dolls Kill do like a small? Oh, we're going to have to wrap this up, babe. Oh, I know. Okay, okay but what? One, one more. One more. One more. One more. Like, would Dolls Kill do like a small range? Like, would they? Would they yeah, do like think, a one-off? I think if I had like let's say the nights, like just the standard kind of ones, but in the question I would wonder is in the future mm. if I was just the version that I could imagine maybe if I was designing and not hand making them would people still buy them if they weren't yeah or you know like it's not like yeah. this was completely handmade this was like oh this if is- you were outsourcing this to a factory in China now no no, not no, at I, this part in your story, yeah, right? Yeah. If it's you and your mate in your living room yeah. or wherever you are, yes, you know. I mean, like, or if it's you and five mates in a little like, studio that you've made. Yeah. yeah. That is still... So I'm still designing them and just like being like... Honey, it's still not ASOS. It's still... No, 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 no. You're miles off that. Okay. Definitely. Okay. It's you as a human with five employees. I was just thinking it's employees. not my hands anymore. If it, if it ever got to the point where I was designing them and then, yeah, I want to hire all my friends so they can just... But then you could still do the odd single drop that's like this, like one handmade by that's you. That's what I want to do. Yeah, like the yeah. ones are like the butterflies because I have to like, you know, they take so long. I dry the flowers and scratch. I steam the butterflies. I pin them for two weeks. I do like, yeah, there's a lot that goes into yeah. the, those ones. So I'm like, those are like the special ones that I can really concentrate on instead of, you know, just trying to m- make so many at the time. So yeah. Babe, I'll have to stop us. I know, I'm going to just... Okay, so I can I just wrap this up in saying, you know, this is someone that has really struggled with their confidence, that often doesn't think they're good enough, that's doing all these incredible things, that are living dreams that they never thought that they would. This is probably going to be the most inspirational person I'll ever have on these podcasts. Your story is so important. And I'm proud to know you. And I think everyone listening is going to, is going to feel like they can do it because of listening to you. So thank you.